the 14th annual high school fishing national championship and world finals set to take place right here on the Mississippi beginning tomorrow. You ready to go? Absolutely. We are excited. That's cool. It's uh, interesting to me that two championships will take place simultaneously. Is that the way it always works? Yeah, exactly. So there's two massive high school events taking place this week in conjunction with each other. There's the High School Fishing National Championship, which is the 14th annual, as you mentioned. But then there's also the High School Fishing World Finals, which is like the biggest high school open tournament in the country. That uh, that event is open to uh, high school clubs from across the country. Anybody that wants to come in uh, to lacrosse and compete on the river can. Um, but at, at the same time as that event taking place, we've also got the national championship. And that is uh, the culmination of our season. Uh, kids have competed in events around the country all year long. The top 10% of every one of those tournaments qualify into the national championship. So kids from all over the country coming into lacrosse, and they get to compete in both of these tournaments this week on the Mississippi River. That's cool. And they've already proven through a season of fishing that they're very good at what they do. Oh, absolutely. I mean, these high school anglers are are the best of the best. Uh, This is not an easy tournament to get to. Um, it's a very prestigious event, the most prestigious event in high school fishing. And, uh, you know, we've, we've kind of seen it uh, 14 years running now. Some of the anglers that do very well in this one are next generation of pros coming up. That's so. awesome. Uh, and you mentioned that uh, uh, teams from uh, – it's a two-person team, uh, two men, two women, or a mixed bag, just two people? Uh, just two student anglers. Okay. Uh, there are, you know – Quite a few female anglers out there participating, which is always awesome to see. Sure, sure. As a matter of fact, our winners last year was a co-ed team, uh, a, oh. a young man and a young woman uh, named Fallon Klepper. I don't remember the young man's name, and I apologize to him for that. But, yeah, a little school out of Texas won last year, and Fallon was our first female high school fishing national champion. So two anglers per boat. doesn't matter if you're male or female or, or any other gender quality uh you know it just is right. what it is and they, it's, it's a really great event for the kids and they've competed throughout the the quote fishing season when does when does the season run well the season runs uh basically almost parallel to the off season of football we Whoa. start up about you know february early in the year we start uh sanctioning events down south and as the year progresses uh we move further north so by the end of our season august september we're up in you know detroit new york you know kind of the the northern half of the country as those anglers and then this event right here is is the culmination of last year's season so all the kids that competed in all the events through 2022 qualified to compete in this event right here no no ice fishing involved in these tournaments right (laughs) no sir no ice fishing just uh open water bass fishing uh these teams uh you know join their school club and oftentimes they have different club tournaments or things like that but then they move on uh to we have a state championship in each of the 50 states around the country and the top 10 percent from each one of those events move on to this event. I knew a couple of guys who years ago were professional fishermen. That is not an inexpensive sport. All the equipment, all the traveling, all the uh, entry fees and so forth, although 
The entry fees for this one uh, don't exist. I imagine everything else does, though, the boat, the gas, the equipment. Where does all that funding come from? Absolutely. So each club is a little different. I mean, if you make it out to the weigh-ins this weekend, you'll notice quite a few jerseys with, uh, they almost look like, you know, NASCAR cars with sure. their, their sponsor patches all over them. And a lot of the teams have their boats wrapped or, or things like that. So it kind of varies from each team. You know, each different team has sponsors or local booster clubs or, you know, maybe even you know, their Father could be a pro angler that borrows cool. them their boat or something like that. So yeah, each team is a little bit different, but it, you're absolutely right. It's just like you know the other high school sports, hockey, or uh, my, gosh, my daughter's in dance, and yeah, that that gets crazy expensive too. So it's not a cheap <laughs> sport. Uh, but like you said, this event is no entry fee. The the anglers just have to get here to lacrosse, and then they get a chance to compete for you know the hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Well, it's cool. $3 million the total purse uh, divided up into, uh, interestingly, uh, a variety of scholarships. How does that work? Absolutely. So top finishing teams in these events are going to receive scholarship offers for you know different uh, colleges around the country. One of the things that, that we've seen a, a basically an explosion of is our college fishing circuit. We launched that also, basically right around the same time as high school fishing about 13 years ago, and uh, that has just exploded. Uh, there's uh, college clubs around the country have started. Colleges have started offering scholarships for bass anglers uh, to come join their teams. So uh, this event is, the, you know, the culmination of the high school season, but there's a lot at stake for these teams, and, and some, some anglers are going to have some real big decisions to make on, you know, if they would like to pursue this down the road or where they would like to go to school or things like that. It, it's a really exciting time for these kids. So after winning the tournament, now the really tough part uh, begins, trying to figure out which scholarship and what you're going to do after school. Absolutely. There's that. And then also it's, it's kind of fun with these kids. They kind of don't know that the media firestorm that they, they get for winning this thing. Like oh, last yeah. year, like I mentioned, you know, Fallon, she, the Washington Post was writing about her and the USA Today, and, and she was doing interviews for three weeks after uh, radio interviews all over the country. So it, it, these kids kind of get put through the ringer when they're, then they win, but they get a lot of attention and eyeballs, and it really helps uh, exposure for their club and, and really build the sport of high school fishing. About well, And how many teams are there, two-person teams? How many? Well, it's kind of hard to say because we okay. don't know exactly how many are going to show up to this World ah, sure. Finals event. Okay. I did mention, yep, this is open to teams from across the country, and they're allowed to just drive in and, and oh, cool. say, yeah, we're here, we're ready to fish. So, All right, so... Uh, you know, in past events, we've had over 300 boats. That's more. That's what we kind of expect this week in lacrosse. We definitely expect at least 300 student teams, but could be more. It's kind of hard to say. We won't know until we take off tomorrow morning. You'll notice them the taking off 5.30 a.m. They can leave from any ramp in Pool 8. Good luck to all of those who are listening this morning. And, uh, Joe, thank you very much for talking with me this morning about the 14th Annual High School Fishing National Championship and World Finals set to start tomorrow right here in Lacrosse on the Mississippi. Isn't that cool? 